Welcome to the Healthy Perspective Podcast with your host, chiropractor, entrepreneur, mentor, and author, Dr. Chris Bowman. He'll break down and extract the secret sauce behind his own success and the success of some of the top leaders in every category and from around the world. Get ready for your weekly mental adjustment because shift is going to happen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Perspective Podcast. Today, we have Brian Grin, and his goal is to help transform your life and inspire you to become happier and healthier. He does that as a part-time personal trainer, part golfer, part internet entrepreneur, part author, part health coach, and he has a passion for getting the most out of individuals. And as you guys know, this is a perfect type of person that I love having on the podcast, someone that's passionate, someone that's helping people, um, someone that's figured out a way to make money online to not be uh, you know, stuck in, the, in a brick and mortar and, and really just be able to expand impact beyond um, you know, one-on-one training or, or one-on-one service. Um, and so I am stoked for this conversation. Brian, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you so much, Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. So as with most people in the in the fitness slash you know health industry, it kind of usually starts with your story. You know, you were you were stuck, you were you know, lied to, you were you know you found some something that worked for you. Why don't you kind of rewind us, you know, back to you know maybe before you figured um, you know these these health secrets and and um, I guess it's really not that secrets, but these these ways that are helping people get healthy and stay healthy, um, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yeah, I mean, my journey into health was early on, and I was lucky because, you know, my parents exposed me when I was in high school. So um, I, I thank them for that. And I actually coach high school golf, and I always, I actually, we had our big banquet last night, and I was trying to express to them the importance of getting into working out early, at an early age because you just build those fundamentals. Uh, but anyways, I, yeah, so that was my journey into health. And then you know, out of school, I was in the corporate scene and it wasn't for me. I always been into health and wellness and then just started coaching individuals and, and, and you know, sort of learning more about ways to help them through strength and through, through, through nutrition. So, you know, getting certifications and things like that. And, you know, my personal story, I never had like a huge health story. I've, I've been lucky. I've always been fairly fit, but I did start to realize uh, probably when I got to my 30s, that uh, it was a little more, I would say, difficult to, to keep the body that I wanted or, um, you know, the fitness that I, level that I wanted as I was getting older. And mm-hmm. so definitely had to make some shifts. Um, and we can obviously talk about those today. But, um, you know, I've learned a lot, about, a, lot, a lot about health and wellness, a lot from my clients. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, I know we'll talk a little bit about fasting and things like that. But um, I had a woman client who was, you know, pre-diabetic and got into fasting and really just like it was like a uh, sort of a life changer and so that sort of was my first journey into learning about it other than you know the major religions and things like that so uh yeah it's been it's been great and ever since then i've just been building online and um you know trying to help as many individuals uh through you know through my different programs i love that and you know it's it's so interesting kind of the the further you progress you know in life and, and really any any facet, whether it be financially or work or, or even health, it starts to turn into less is more. You know, like the younger you are, I feel like the more that you can get, or, you know, whatever it is, the, the more satisfied you become. But that's even true with our health. You know, you talk about intermittent fasting. Um, and for those of you that don't know, you know, uh, Brian will we'll get into it 
a little bit deeper, but intermittent fasting has been around for forever. I mean, it's, it's, it was something before it was called something. I mean, the hunter gatherer years, you, you might go a few days before you eat, or you're only eating a couple of plant-based, you know, type of things before you really get a feast. And it's, it's a natural process for the body to, to go through because there's, there's cycles that the body has to either repair or to grow. And when we're constantly feeding, the body gets stuck in the state of, of you know, blood sugar, you know, going crazy and, and whatnot. The body doesn't destroy, you know, kind of sick and dying cells. And, and it only goes into, okay, let's just build on, on top of that. And that's why we get to our 30s and 40s and 50s and all of a sudden start having all these issues. Because our body's been in the state of building on disease tissue for 20 or 30 years. And so less is more. You stop eating a little bit and the body gets to go through its healing and repair phase. And all of a sudden, like you mentioned, diabetes starts to go away, blood pressure changes, all that stuff starts to change. And it's not about buying expensive supplements. It's not about buying this expensive food. It's about, hey, let's pay attention to natural cycles of the body. Um, how did you uh, get introduced to, to intermittent fasting and, and what kind of, you know, what experiments have you done with it that have been, um, you know, successful for you? Yeah, uh, well... My first exposure to intermittent fasting was like through a client who who sort of introduced it to me as as this okay. tool. I think she got in, introduced through Dr. Jason Fung, and um, yeah, I just started experimenting on myself before I I started using it as a tool maybe with clients. I wanted to see how it, how I felt and and just sort of the impact it had on my health, how it would maybe hamper or help performance, um, and so. You know, my experience, and I always tell people that there is a bit of a self-experimentation part to all of this. Um, there's not a one-size-fits-all. You know, you get the question, oh, well, what's the perfect fasting time? And, you know, right. I would say there's some general rules around it, but, like, it really comes down to what works best for you and what's sustainable in the long term. Mm -hmm. now, so, yeah, that, that – yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, do you mind going into – you know, a little bit deeper for people. This might be a new concept for them. Sure. Okay. Um, and they like the fact that, especially with inflation, food getting more expensive, like, man, if I can eat less and lose weight, that's a win-win situation. Why don't you get into it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing with fasting is that I like is it gives you sort of a guideline and gives you rules mm -hmm. because it, it, if anything, it makes things, um, it, it simplifies everything to some degree, right? Because I think when people get confused with dieting, because it can be confusing because one one day you're hearing, you know, you should eat a carnivore diet. The next day, you know, you're hearing uh, maybe you shouldn't and you should go this route and that route. So right. I think that the simplification of the fact that fa what fasting does is it just it, it gives you guidelines throughout the day. And so, like, typically, I mean, that could be starting out. And, you know, a lot of times with clients, you know, you want to take advantage of the overnight fast. So you're mm -hmm. obviously not eating through the night. And mm -hmm. a lot of times people say, you know what, I, I can skip I can push back breakfast maybe a bit and, you know, just increase that um, that fasting window to, let's say, instead of 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. or something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, I don't think it's a it's there's a perfect window, like I said, but I think it's something where, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is like in the evenings. Right. Like cutting off time to eat by closing the kitchen at seven o'clock um because a lot of times after let's just say eight nine o'clock if you are sitting and watching tv or doing something and eating a lot of times it, a lot of good things aren't being eaten at that time right <laughs> so i think what fasting can do is it can like you mentioned let your body heal give you some gut relief which is really important to health and also give you sort of um 
these borders throughout the day where it shrinks your eating time a little bit and allows you to, you know, to, to sort of get rid of the excessive snacking that could go on in the evening. That's amazing. And yeah, I love that the body's naturally made to, to do that stuff. You know, like it's not something that we have to buy or, you know, create or, you know, whatever. It's like, we're just activating, like you said, the body's natural healing process, which is different for, for everybody. Some people need, you know, 10 hours, 16 hours, 18, you know, whatever it is. And you can go longer for therapeutic benefits. I think you, um, you probably talk a lot about this. I know I do in my practice where I ask somebody, oh, are you taking a vitamin D? Like they're, they're troubleshooting fatigue or, you know, something like that. And like, oh yeah, I think it's in my multivitamin. And I'm like, well, if you're, if you're trying to overcome a situation, you need to be more than just a maintenance dose. You know, you need to actually right. be therapeutic with it. And that's probably where your help and your guidelines, you know, start to come where you can kind of understand where the body's at and then recommend more of a therapeutic type of, you know, fasting and whatnot. So let's say somebody, you know, says, hey, Brian, I, I've tried everything. I'm really interested in what you have to say. I like fasting. I think you're a good guy. Um, you start with the consultation, you know, they're, you know, 20 some odd pounds overweight, you know, kind of a typical American, you know, in their forties, what would be the process like that you would, that you would take them through? Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned a little bit, you want to sort of know where you're at, right? So you want to do sort of a baseline assessment and, um, and that could be a couple things. I mean, I think it's good to get a good blood panel, um, mm. and start with that, see where you're at. Um, also, you know, potentially a hair mineral test just to see where, your minerals are at maybe if you do have any heavy metal toxicity, uh, which is something that a lot of people might not even realize. And then also, lastly, you know, just to get an idea, instead of just taking their weight, I, I love to do if they could do some type of DEXA scan mm. would be great. Um, that's sort of the gold standard, but that'll give them okay bone mass, body fat percentage, um, uh, lean mass, and it just tells you okay, here's where I'm at. Um, maybe I'm deficient in a few nutrients and things like that. And so that that's where supplementation could come into play. And then, you know, you sort of work from there and figure out their goals and sort of their, you know, get crystal clear on their why and things like that. I think that's a good place to start. I love that. And, and so many people just say, oh, I'm going to lose weight. It's like, how much? I don't know. What are you going to do? I don't know. When are you going to start? There's no, like, like you said, parameters around <laughs> yeah, where yeah. they're going. And, and you know, I, I think you would probably agree. Americans are probably the, the, the people that pay the most for accountability. You know, like it, it, we mm. won't really do something unless someone's holding us accountable to it. There's a few driven people, the ones that are changing the world, obviously. But for the most part, it really helps to have somebody guide you along the way and, and reinforce the um, habits and whatnot, you know, that you're starting to create. Um, what are some other things that you, that you see working in conjunction with, um, uh, intermittent fasting that, uh, that you help people with? What are some other tools in your belt? Yeah. You know, I, I think it depends on the individual, obviously, but I, but you know, activity upgrade is something I always talk about. And mm. like you talked about before, sometimes less is more when it comes to that. I've actually learned with my workouts, They've they've gone and be, they become more efficient and 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 more time efficient. So instead of doing an hour workout, my workouts have actually shrunk. Hmm. Um, and I, I I advise that a lot of times with people. Um, I think you can get plenty done plenty done in twenty thirty minutes mm -hmm. and build strength. Um, and you know these are these are good first steps. And I think when you have something where it's a small window like twenty thirty minutes, there's no there's less excuses and there and it can be done 
you know, more volume throughout the week. Um, but I, I think, you know, two, three times a week of an activity upgrade of, you know, creating some type of resistance training in there, I think is another great place to start. Um, and you don't have to do all this at once. You don't have to go, oh, I'm going to start fasting, working out, mm-hmm. and, you know, eating clean. I think you, you, I think one step at a time, p- pick one, get good at it, and then start implementing other avenues. Yeah, I love that. And that's what I teach as well. It's, it's not about your whole lifestyle overhaul all at once. Like we're not chipping Joanna trying to, you know, redo the whole thing right away. It's like, let's, let's chip away at this so it becomes part of your lifestyle, not just a here's your new body. Now I hope you can take care of it. Like, you know, um, right. so I, I love that. I love that perspective. Um, now, if you, if you wouldn't mind, I think it'd be awesome. Cause we have a lot of kind of like a split audience where a lot of people are interested in, in health and wellness and we can go back to it. Um, but let's say there's some other people like you that, that are passionate about health and wellness, um, that want to, you know, help people like you, maybe, um, you know, they're not in a, in a place where they can get a job at a gym or, you know, whatever. Um, how did you decide, like, I'm going to start, you know, taking my work online. What, what did that process look like? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I've, I used to do more training in, in, in a studio. And when I started to dive more into health and wellness, and then part of it was a little bit with COVID, I, I, I really mm. ramped it online more and more. And so, you know, it was just one of those things where I just started, um, you know, figuring out sort of a game plan as far as, okay, what what can I do to help people virtually? And and so I came up with a few different programs. I have one called, a, uh, uh, I call it like a fat burner blueprint, and it's a six-month program. So I put sort of a system in play, a six-step system in play that I work clients through and, you know, came up with, you know, um, sort of what, what, what would be optimal for most people that I work with and put that into the program. And I think that's important to sort of, if you are looking to just like build a business online is first come up with a system as to how you're going to help people. But it's mm-hmm. not about, you know, it's not about perfecting it. I think you start to learn once you work with clients, how you can sort of make it, uh, you know, the most effective thing possible. Um, so I think first and foremost, a lot of times uh, the first steps for an online business is just reaching out to your more market and learning about them and figuring out maybe taking in a few clients and, and then going from there. I think some people can get caught up in the certifications and, and all these all these different ways that they can build their business. And it can be come down as simple as just to reach out, get a few clients off the bat, and and then you can learn a lot from that and build it from there. So when it comes down to it, really done is better than perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. As, 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 as long as you have the right intentions and you're you know you're putting stuff together, I'm sure you look back at some of your initial programs or something that you did and like, oh man, like not that that was bad, right. but we could have done so much better you know and and really i mean money is this this kind of you know people might not feel like they can charge people or you know this and that and the other thing because i'm i'm newer or you know whatever i have a, a friend um he does online marketing and he's, he's amazing at it he's worked for you know companies that does advertising for um companies like hyper ice and wilson and, and the nfl and, and whatnot manages hundreds of millions of dollars of ad spend a year and uh he went off on his own the company that he was working with just had some you know congruent you know uh value congruency issues and and um he he talked to a client and they're like okay what's your rate and he's like oh, it's gonna be nine grand a month and uh, they said okay and uh, he came back to him a couple days later he's like sorry miscalculated it's actually six grand and he's like oh well we're willing to pay you the nine grand like we saw your, your value there like you know and so i think we're our worst critics when it comes to valuing who we are and, and what we can do um 
And and how did you um, kind of work work through that? Because I think honestly, that's the people with good hearts and the people that really want to help people. I mean, even in person, not just online. It's that difficulty with finding a price for for what you did. Because like, okay, so you create this fat better blueprint that's six months. You know, two minutes ago, that never existed. Like, you know, and then now all of a sudden we're charging, I don't know what you charge for, but even $300 for it up to thousands of dollars. Like, how do you um, kind of settle with yourself that, that you are what you're worth and, and, and being able to make that transaction happen without sabotaging yourself? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that's a struggle for, gosh, that's a struggle for a lot of people and for myself as well. Because, yeah, I actually hired an individual to help me build out this program um, and put systems in place. And, but one of the big things that we talked a lot about was just the value that you, that you can bring to an individual. And I think mm. you have to like, I don't know if it's like convince yourself or, um, you know, prove to yourself that, you know, you are worth, you know, whatever that high ticket, if you are doing a high ticket item, you know, cause the value that you're bringing that individual could be life changing. And mm -hmm. you're, you're, this, this could be something that, you know, saves their life. You know? Yeah. And so I think you have to come in with that mindset, not, oh, you know, this is costing this much. Well, maybe I'll give it a little bit off. You know, you, you should, you, 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 people will, if people are looking for something and you have what they want, they'll pay for it. Um, right. And you have to say, you know what, I've done all this training for the last 20 years. And, and that's a, that's a sort of a combination of everything combined into this program. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of time and effort. And so, you know, you're worth that much and, and you could save and you know, potentially save their life. Yeah. And I love that you put that, like, you're not buying the two minutes that it took me to create this program, or even if it was six months that, you know, it took me to create this, this program, you're right. buying the 20 years of life experience that have gone into it. You know, there's a, a great story. I, I don't know if you've heard it. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's true, but if not, it's still a good story. Um, there's a lady that um, uh, happened to stumble upon Picasso in a coffee shop. And she's like, oh my gosh, can you draw me something? And he's like, sure. And so he whipped something up on a napkin in a couple minutes. And she's like, oh my gosh, thank you. My kids will love this, you know, whatever it is. And he's like, that'll be $3,000. And she's like, uh, you just drew this on a napkin in like two seconds. Like what? I'm not going to pay three grand for this or whatever. And he's like, lady, you're not, you're not paying for like two minutes that it took me to draw a napkin. You're paying for the lifetime it took me to right. build my reputation and to build my skill and, and whatnot. And so I, I think you're right. That um, thought process is really empowering, you know, for people, because even if you're new, like, let's say you were an accountant, you've been training, you know, at a gym forever and then realize like, I don't want to sit in a, in a cubicle anymore. Like I want to actually help people through training. Even though if you just got your certification last weekend, you still have a lifetime and a story that matters to people because maybe you're going to inspire other accountants and then start to work out because they thought that, you know what, whatever it is, it's like the story is in you is what's valuable. The experiences in the, in the qualification, whatever, sometimes that lets you charge more. Sometimes that makes the sale easier, but it doesn't necessarily determine who you are and what you're worth. And I think you're, that's, that's what most people struggle with when starting an online business they might have a great product that never that nobody ever sees because they're afraid to market it because they're afraid of i'm not worth it you know and right. i think that could circle back beautifully into you know training people because i think that that mental emotional part of it getting people to believe that hey i can lose 20 pounds i can find a lifestyle that um actually allows me to to be a healthy person not get healthy and try to stay healthy but who you are is is healthy what are some of the 
um, aspects of your program that you take people through that maybe aren't practical or tactical in a way of like, hey, you know, uh, uh, most people like, you know, apples, but either actually high in sugar or, you know, like something that's more on the mental, emotional side of things that, um, you know, makes a difference in helping people succeed in whatever program that you're doing. Mm. Well, you mentioned it already once is the accountability part, right? I think mm. most people probably know the difference that, that, you know, an apple is healthier than eating a, I don't know, piece of, Candy, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. A Snickers bar, let's just say. Mm -hmm. So I think people understand what health is for the most part, but they're not willing to necessarily, you know, go down that route and, and they keep yo-yo dieting or they, or they've tried it and, 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 um, and failed and, and tried something else. So I think being held accountable is one. Mm. I think that's huge value right there. And you mentioned that. And then, and then also just understanding your reasons around why, you know, you want to get where you want to go, creating that clarity, I think is really important as well. And sometimes you can get into a, a program and then, you know, a few, a few weeks into it, you sort of fall off it and, and you're falling off it probably because you don't have a strong enough why. Um, mm. So I really think that those, those two things are, are really big. And that's why, you know, getting a coach in any aspect of your life, I think is important because of, because of those pieces. Yeah, that that's an incredible answer. And, you know, I, I couldn't agree more with that aspect of it. Because even me as, as a chiropractor, like people are coming in, you know, a, a typical, you know, or, or classic case would be, you know, I have back pain or neck pain and I want to get better. And it's like, all right, well, I can do an adjustment or two or whatever. And, and you might be, you know, feel a little bit of relief, just like, okay, we can do a workout or two thick and this, that out of a diet. And you might lose a couple of pounds, but what do you really want? You know, like, what is this back pain preventing you from doing? What is this weight preventing you from doing? And that's where you really start to get to the transformation. Because, you know, kind of like we talked about earlier, that's when you get into who do you want to be, not just what do you want to happen? You know, because this isn't going to happen to you. You have to become someone different. And, you know, actually, I was just talking with a, a client yesterday. Um, you know, I was saying, like, I, I work out, but I don't necessarily, like, train I, I would say you know there's a difference like i work out as i can be healthy but i like to be in a position where i'm training and kind of getting stronger and whatnot and it's that lack of like i don't really have a why like i don't have any mountains planned to climb i don't have any spartan races on the schedule i don't have you know any of, of those sort of things and so uh figuring out it's like okay like i want to get that competitive spirit back like i want to challenge myself beyond you know i'm tired i don't want to do that third rep or that eighth mm -hmm. set or you know like wh whatever it is um, and I think that's, that's huge. And I'm so excited that you go through that with people, because I think that's one reason the medical system fails is they don't ask, you know, like, why are you anxious? What do you, what do you want to be less anxious for? I think that's one thing that the medical or the, the educational system fails. Okay. Let's, let's learn our, our numbers, you know, this and that let's learn all, you know, algebra, but what do you want to do with that? Not just become a nurse or a, a teacher or whatever, but like, how do you want to change lives? And that's really that that long vision rather than that, that myoptic, you know, short term type of thing. Um, and, and I love having conversations with people like you that, that that's how we think, like, let's make a difference for the long term in your life. Like, let's help you turn you on to then inspire and change others. Like, I'm sure your ideal client is someone that, um, you know, was struggling with their health, they turn their health around, but then they wanted to do what you do you know, and, and help other people. I mean, I think that's the ultimate success because now it's this multiplication of mindset and health and wellness that goes on rather than just all be dependent on, okay, let's find, you know, somebody else.
Yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. I think that uh, sometimes people people need to have a, a date on the calendar. Maybe if it is a race or a, a wedding or something to work towards, and there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, you got to sort of dig a little deeper and figure out well what, what's the true reason why you want to you know, do you want to play with your kids, being able to play yeah. with your kids in the next twenty years or your grandkids or whatever it is. I think it's really important to hone in on that. And it's really that switching of of I want to do this, whatever it is, out of fear of not having, you know, blah, 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 out of fear of, you know, I don't look good or whatever, and switching that into, I want to engage in this, you know, program or, you know, whatever it is, because I want something out of it. So stepping away from this fear mindset of trying to get away from something and stepping into, this is what I'm pursuing, you know, and, and I think when you can really turn somebody on in that way of like, I am pursuing health and wellness for the sake of being able to play with my grandkids or, you know, whatever it is like, man, that's, that's a a, a lifestyle that you're never going to be able to step away from because you have something that's important in your mind. And it's not fear that's going to overcome you. That's going to paralyze you. You know, it's fear that's going to challenge you rather than, you know, than than take you the other way. Um, If people are listening and, and they're interested in, you know, okay, I'm ready to take that next step. Maybe I'm not completely ready to go, you know, one-on-one coaching or, you know, whatever. What are mm-hmm. some things that you offer that, that might be a good step for people? Yeah. I mean, they can set up a simple like 15 minute consult. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. a good place to start. And then we can, from there, I can figure out a tool for them. Cause I have a few, I mean, I know um, we have, I have a 21 day intermittent fasting challenge. That's um, so they can get there from the website, but it's 21 day challenge.com. Um, so yeah, I think if they just go to my website, BrianGrin.com, and, and, and right in there, it says, you know, let's chat. You can just send me actually, a, a, you put your name, email and quick message to me, and then we can set up a time. Um, I think that's a good place to start. And then I can figure out like what tool would work best for you and, you know, to get to help you reach your goals. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, well, any kind of like closing, you know, words or remarks or inspiration that you want to leave with people? Um, I know. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I would say that um, you know there'll never be a perfect time to start whatever you want to start, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you want to get healthier, like there'll never be a perfect time. So um, I think it's you know a lot of people can find excuses, but I think the most important thing is just taking those small steps. And whether that's going for a ten minute walk, you know, after you have your first meal or whatever it is. You know, start with that, start small and just get those small wins early on. I think that's a good, good place to start to sort of build momentum. <clears throat> Agreed 100 percent. Get that first victory and, it, and then yeah. it's addicting from there. <laughs> exactly. Awesome, Brian. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I had an incredible conversation. I think people are going to love listening to this. It's pretty well versed from being able to change your life from a health and wellness perspective to just getting started and really an online business or really in anything, knowing their value and their worth. And, and I love that that just came out because I think that's, you know, at least who you are, you know, on, on your website, but it's not about, you know, weight loss as much as it is like, let's transform your life and, and, you know, a lot of fire in your butt to be, you know, a better person to make more impact. And so I love that, you know, that just, that comes out, you know, in every, every which direction that we take our conversation. So I'm excited for people to get to know you um, and hopefully, you know, go book a consultation and, and, um, you know, look forward to changing their lives. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate you having me on. Love it. All right. Awesome. 
Thank you for listening to the Healthy Perspective Podcast. To connect with Dr. Bowman, follow him on Instagram at Dr. Chris Bowman. Until next time, make shift happen.